you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. The Around the League Podcast knows how to spell Humanawa Nui. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the League Podcast. My name is Dan Henderson. I'm joined by a room filled with some heroes, Chris Wessling and Greg Rosenthal. What up, boys? Hey, Dan. That's, that's not the only people here. Well, he's so special that he gets his own intro sitting in the wow. Sessler chair, looking at his phone. It's almost cliche. He is the NFL media insider, Ian Rappaport. Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, also holding I don't your headset like your vanilla ice well, or something. I don't something. want to mess up my hair. Wow. Wow. Wait, you don't that's need to. It's on no. your ears. No, it's going to fall off otherwise. It, I, if it goes above, I don't want to ruin the. Uh, this is not a make good a start. dent in the hair up here. Ian, I saw you rough. laugh immediately when Dan started the show. Kind of like, what the hell kind of voice is this? Because that's not the normal Dan Hans's voice. What what was that about? Um, I, you guys go back. We do go back. Back to our journal news days. Yes. Back when we were taking games over the phone, making $12 an hour, which seemed like a ton. Back in New York. What year, what year was this when you guys worked together? Ian well, and Dan both worked at the same newspaper in Westchester County, basically. Well, Dan didn't have gray hair then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago. And Ian wasn't dying his yet, so it was... What? <laughs> <you know. laughs> we haven't started yet, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, 2003, we 2002, worked together. 2003, wow. Yeah. Then Ian started bouncing around the country going up the ladder. And then we strangely crossed paths again a decade later. What? Super Bowl. Wasn't it? It was it was what Super Bowl was it where I first ran into you? That was the cult the Giants Patriots Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, that was back when Ian used to work at the Boston Herald and he would send 
me and my old boss, Mike Florio, at Pro Football Talk about 15 to 20 emails no, a day. That, that Every blog post that, doesn't sound that right. Ian wrote up for his no. old rap sheet, he would say, hey, here, guys, you can link to this. But there was no quality control. It could be like Dion Branch is hanging out at a grocery store in Needham. Dion Branch who was giving just out turkeys, room, by the way. Right, and, and that would be good enough to send to us. I, that, I don't know if I really recall it quite like that. Well, I, I play things up to affect. You haven't listened to the podcast, so that's okay. That was the you original guys have a podcast. <laughs> that was the original rap sheet, wasn't it? No, the original rap sheet, rap sheet was in Birmingham, Alabama, oh, yeah. for the mm. Birmingham News. Oh. All right, Ian. If it's okay, we're going to start talking about football. I thought uh, we were just talking about. Yes, football. you are here. It is perfect. Actually, free agency starts on Tuesday. You are you are probably name dropped more than anyone else on the show, so it's it's fitting that you're in here this week. We're going to go through some news. And okay. then we're going to go through maybe some speculation and then just get maybe a little bit irresponsible. It'll, get, it'll be fun. That sounds right, right? That sounds like fair. a regular weekend Do we have us. to preface every time we address you with the words NFL Media <laughs> Insider? Because we do that on the show anyways. We make say, sure to do that. I would say yes. Okay. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, we'll just, we're just going to try to keep them happy. When the talent is in the room, if you don't keep them happy, they're going to walk out at any moment. Well, We've get, seen it you happen. Got, you got me coffee. That's pretty much all I need. <laughs> it's one way to put Coffee's it. for closers. When your son, <laughs> Max, can first talk, maybe he'll call you NFL Media Insider Ian Rappaport. I was just talking, I was talking to my wife about this yesterday. What we are going to try to have him do is address adults as sir and ma'am like a good southern mm, kid. Wow. I feel like that'll be a nice touch. He'll know you as Mr. Greg. I'm struggling. That's, that's right. That's I'm right. struggling to take you serious with the holding the headphones that way. <laughs> no, that's how admit, people do it. I no think. one's ever done that in the history of the studio. Yeah, no, I think that's how they do it. The gold standard behind the glass. How are you, buddy? Doing great. Thanks. Um, how is everything with you? Yeah, you know, pretty pretty light weekend. For he me. doesn't really care. Of... He's just making conversation. His, his, uh, I why do, do you, care. Why are you going to put me down like that, Greg? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm putting trying Dan... to let you into my life here. I'm putting Dan down. <laughs> the Golden Tate to the Titans prediction is hanging in the air over everyone. From uh, our famous game now, Fridays, go get my lunch. It's going to be incredible. People are excited. Why don't we start? That's supposed to be unsaid. The uh, last word. There. I That's always right. forget. It's that. implied. Well, let's start and do some news. Why don't we? Let's do it. All right. This broke right as we were coming upstairs. The Carolina Panthers are attempting to trade wide receiver Steve Smith per sources, uh, per source informed of their plans. This comes from Ian Rappaport. So why don't we throw you it to Ian Rappaport? One. Yeah, not I hate to say it, but not an entirely a surprise. It's been like a just a weird situation around Steve Smith and, and you know, really since Dave Gettleman kind of spoke at the combine and was vague about just whether he would even be on the roster, just sort of spoke about him in kind of a little bit of past tense, has had a great career, uh, and you start to wonder kind of what's going on and then, you know, Steve is around he's on tv he won't address his future mostly because he doesn't really know you know they're what the panthers have told him is they're going through the process and what the process is is taking a 34 year old receiver with a cap charge of seven million and seeing if you can get anything for him which to me means it's a guy you don't think is going to be on the field for you next year let's be honest about who created this story <laughs> a pair of super sleuths at the NFL Combine, Greg Rosenthal and Mark Sessler. What? A little Barry Horowitz patting on the back yeah. action right now. Greg and Mark created this story. Well, we Mark <laughs> initially brought up the Steve Smith thing to Gettleman, and he just had such a weird answer. We started following up, and we were wondering, are we making too much out of this? And then we asked Rivera about it the next day as well, and 
And I guess we weren't making too much no. out of this. How are you taking this? I mean, Steve Smith has been one of your Steve favorite players. My and favorite he, player of the last decade, probably. Yeah. What are your thoughts here? I think we had that stat when we were doing playoff previews that he was second only to Calvin Johnson in plays over 20 yards from 2011 to 12. And last year there were 135 players with more plays of 20 yards mm. than him. Wow. So the drop-off came quickly. Let me ask you guys a question. What could this guy get on the trade market? Is he somebody that you think they will be able to move? Could he get a, a fourth-round pick, a third-round pick? Like, what is Steve Smith's value in 2014? I think it's the CJ2K treatment. He yeah, just, I think he'll be cut by Tuesday. By the time free agency starts or soon enough. Ian, you think – I mean, there's no chance to get anything for him. I mean, it's, I, I would be very surprised. I mean, you know, it would have to be like a seventh-rounder or something. Just someone where you say, I'm just going to – you know, I'm, I'm going to – trade a conditional seventh rounder for the right to get this guy in training camp but you know he's, he's 34 he's been a beast for a long time but when it goes wrong it goes wrong fast in the nfl you know what you said that stuck with me is that they didn't think he was going to be on the field next year because this isn't all about the money he has a lot of guaranteed money this year that they're gonna have to pay him anyways they'll probably call him a june 1st uh post june 1st cut when they do cut him but they don't save that much money from cutting him. So this is really about we don't want to pay you that actual cash. So they save some money there, but they don't save much cap room because we don't think you're that good anymore. That's basically I, what it is, right? I can already see it now that he signs somewhere else with a contender and has one of the great like FU seasons of I got all time. It. I got one for you. He's a California guy. I think born and raised in L.A. I don't know. Maybe San Francisco 49ers is the third receiver. Mm. I don't know. They're looking to get faster. Oh. That's true. That would be sure a he's, slow group. Yeah, I mean, it's ready. That's a fair It's already point. a slow group. I mean, it's to me, the Patriots have feasted on guys like this <laughs> for years. I mean, Andre Carter, uh, you know, these types of guys who come back. Chad Johnson, have, Joey Galloway. Uh-oh. Gerard Warren. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I, Joey I Galloway think didn't work out. He'll be great as long as he's in that third receiver type of role. I don't think he's going to be a big-time starter anymore. Sad, though. Sad yes. to see Steve Smith leave. Right. That's one of the worst things about this is that when it when you see a guy's skills decline, it happens so fast. I mean, I remember Ocho Cinco with the Patriots. You're just like, I can't believe this guy used to be hmm. Ocho Cinco. That's what happened to Sessler. That's why he's not here today. Yeah, that's <laughs> how you leave the chair. It's been difficult to watch. Uh, moving forward. Again, Ian Rappaport reported Monday that the Seattle Seahawks have re-signed Michael Bennett, uh, who comes off the market with a four-year contract. What can you tell us about this deal, Ian? It's a little bit less than than I thought. Than he was offered other places. I mean, it's you know, it's seven million a year when uh, Everson Griffin is getting more than that. You know, it's it's odd. I mean, obviously he wanted to be back. I think that's one of the things. You know, if you want negotiating leverage. You pretend like you don't want to come back. Well, Michael Bennett was in their building yesterday, two days ago, hanging out. Clearly wanted to be back. And even the, with the thing with his brother, like it was sort of like a half-hearted, uh, you know, yeah, Chicago would be like, no. This guy wanted to come back, right. and they wanted to have him back. It was obvious fit from the beginning. Do you like the signing? I mean, keeping him in there. I mean, they got him at a bargain discount. Now it seems like they kind of have him at a – Good rate. I get John Schneider. It seems like he knows what he's doing potentially. Yeah, and Going I think this this might. Uh, yeah, they uh, they won the Super Bowl, Dan. Ah, <laughs> that's good. A lot um, of good info. I think, <laughs> according to sources, I think this might mean we'll see, but it might mean the end of Chris Clemens too. 
big cap charge uh, coming off an ACL. Obviously, it's going to be it's a lot of money in one position. I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. Let, let's dive into how all this free agency speculation sometimes works because we were hearing so strongly, ooh, the Bears are really going to go after him. And, oh, their pri- his price is right. And, and there were a couple Chicago papers especially that really on Sunday started hitting that hard yeah. that the Bears are ready to do mm-hmm. it. You're you're a man. Take us a peek behind the curtain. How does this all work? You know, where does this come from? Well, you know, I think what, what happened with – I mean, obviously, you know, it comes from comes from agents, a lot of it. And, you know, it comes from teams too. And, you know, a general manager, in my experience, is rarely going to say – Yes, we are going after this guy right. because there's nothing worse than, you know, the Bears tried to sign Michael Bennett and then they didn't, and everyone's like, oh, okay, great, well, we could have got, and then every time you see him, you're like, oh, great, we could have got that guy, um, but it, you know, it comes from a lot of times the lower level people in the organization who just will who just will say it, and they'll sometimes they'll say it to me, and sometimes they'll say it to other reporters, like, yeah, we're going after this guy, that's right, and you know, I I think with with Bennett. You know, he had an offer for a while from the Seahawks, didn't really address it, and then went and shopped himself, saw what he could get. And the problem is, I'm not sure. You know, I, I, th- I think it, it's, it got a little spicy yesterday or the day before when it seemed the Bears were really interested, but I don't think the Seahawks ever believed that he was really hmm. leaving. To me, it, when you see those reports, just having watched this for a while, you, you just sort of think, they're, they're wanting to stay with Seattle potentially, and they're trying to get Seattle to raise the price. So they let it out there that Chicago is all into it. Or and... the 49ers, which, Ooh. come on. I mean, that, that was... never made sense. No. What? Oh, the 49ers yeah, going after. Where would after. he play? No. It, it's such a perfect contract, $7 million a year for the first three years, because that's the contract you get to a very good starter that's not dominant. And he's not a superstar, but he's a great player for them. And it's putting them at the exact right level so that they're not overpaying. But they might now have to cut Chris Clemens and, and make other big moves. Lamar Woodley signed a six-year, $61.5 million deal with the Steelers after the 2011 lockout. We're now learning that he will be released. will be a designated a post-June 1st cut. Uh, that was a uh, tough situation for the Steelers, the Lamar, uh, the Lamar Woodley era. It was. I think he had 35 sacks in the three seasons before that and had half that number in the three seasons since he signed. And there were a lot of complaints. Ian probably picked up on a lot of this. In Pittsburgh, a lot of complaints that he was out of shape the last few years. He was a tough guy for us to rank on our top 101 free agent list. And we decided to put him pretty high, Ian. We, we well, put him around 21 because he's still wow. young and he Scientists. still has a chance to be the only good outside linebacker on this whole market. And when he's played, he's always been a factor. He's just been injured lately, and he's still pretty young. It is, it is a weird outside linebacker market. Um, you know, he, he, came in, he came in to camp in shape this year, which was good, and you sort of thought he was going to maybe have that, that bounce back year, and then he just got injured. And The problem is, like you guys, I don't know what kind of player he is. I know what kind of player he's been. I mean, he's been very, very good. He's been sort of the classic Steelers, you know, outside linebacker, you know, pass rusher, hits hard. Uh, I just don't know what he is right now. Uh, and, I, and, I mean, I think this was clear when they, when they transition tagged Jason Worlds. This was – and he signed immediately. You know, this was something that was, was pretty clear to see coming. 
I think he's an interesting guy to go after. Like, like I said, we had a tough time of where to put him. He could have been anywhere from 15 to 50. I think you could have made a good case for. But there aren't many guys that are still relatively young with that kind of production in the past. Only a couple of years ago, he was one of the better pass rushers in the league. Ian, you should know that uh, these two gentlemen, Wes and Greg, are known as the scientists for the way they've <laughs> talked about uh, this list, formulating it. Both Mark and myself have watched it all happen. Sometimes they get mad at each other. Scientists going at each other. I'll have to read it one time. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just realized, by the way, what Ian looks like, the way he's holding his microphone. You're like a, a 1980s video when they're at the benefit, like for starving children in oh, yeah. the studio. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It's like belting out some holiday jingle. Well, that's what I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I charity? think it's kind of one of those things where, like, I'm kind of the DJ and I'm listening to the record that's about to come up in one mm. year and then I'm listening, you know. You that's know. another way to go. That would be like the cooler you way watch, to position You watch Jersey Shore. You know what DJ is like. Oh, yeah. Of course. You of would course. be the least hip DJ ever. No, I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> uh, all right. It would be, it would be, my, it would be hip-hop from like 1987 to about 1998. That would be it. It's kind of like West. Wheelhouse. So I'm on board with that. In about 2000. Cool Mo D. I'm in. Some <laughs> souls of mischief. <laughs> um... How are we not getting to Master P yet? How has that not been dropped? As That's true. I did have like a five-minute rant. I still wanted to go on for Master P, but this show is too chock full of stuff. I know. Let's move on. Two expected moves by the Jets that have now happened. Uh, Santonio Holmes and Antonio, Antonio Cromartie have both uh, been released by the team. This obviously clears a lot of salary cap. It also clears um, headaches for the Jets, who dealt with Holmes for way too long. Uh, Cromartie could be back. Let me ask you, Ian. As the NFL media insider, that is what you're known as. I don't know if you're aware of that. Uh, I've heard that, yes. Uh, will Cromartie be in a Jets uniform week one? Very doubtful. I mean, they, they, didn't, they didn't offer to restructure. They didn't offer mm. a pay cut. I, 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 I thought they would, and I think that was their plan originally, and then he said on the radio today they didn't. So how bad did they want to keep him? Um, he just That's doesn't seem like a John Idzik-type guy. Um, and what's interesting – so there's two things here. One, he's definitely in position to sign somewhere for cheap and just have a ridiculous year because he's a great athlete. And he's, we've seen him play very, very well. Um, and the Jets have a lot of cap space. They might, they might be pretty interesting. I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know exactly what they're going to do um, and how whether Idzik's going to be a spend a ton on Tuesday or a get me five mid-level guys by Friday kind of guy. They might really do some stuff. So you think they'll be active at cornerback, especially? I think they'll be active at corner. I think they'll be active at pass rusher. Uh, probably running back, I would imagine. Maybe wide receiver, too. I mean, Holmes, Cromartie. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they didn't add at least two name-brand offensive players by the end of the week. I, at least. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they could receiver. I mean, there's, you know. Alteron Werner is really uh, talking up this. I'm going to sign right when free agency starts. He's on record. He mentioned the Jets and the Giants as two of the teams. Well, he's he's a big New York guy. He likes he likes Broadway shows. He likes art. He's interesting. <laughs> what? This yeah. is why you're the insider. You know, it's true. NFL media insider. It's what, true. Well, what kind? Musicals he, or more he like likes, the plays? He likes the plays. He likes mm. those. Cult, he likes culture. He's a smart guy. I, Wes, there's nothing wrong with going to plays. It's you know, it's okay. No, I didn't say anything. It's Come on, all right. Wes. I went to a play the other night. Where were you, Wes? That, 
It's culture, bro. You're probably at home drinking alone. Wait, you went to a play in Dallas? I did. There's like a oh. traveling. Bro- well, you shouldn't go they to have, plays in Dallas. No, they, plays that in that Dallas. Yes, it counts. When I was in Boston, we used to go to what those. Is it a high school play? No, it oh. was like a real. It was the uh, We Will Rock You Queen themed play. It was it's, great. It's kind of like going to a arena football league game. I mean, I went to an arena league. <laughs> football you know, game. it's something, but it's professional, but it's not the top level. My, own, I've only been to one <laughs> arena league football game, and. Uh, I met Dr. Dre and Ed Lover in the stands. Wow. <laughs> not, not the good Dr. Dre, but the other one who used to be the DJ other Dr. Dre. Right. Yeah. There's no, people listening do not even know there was another Dr. Dre, the, oh. the host of Yo! MTV Raps. Who was right? more right. famous than right. nobody even knew who the real Dr. Dre was <laughs> when Dr. Dre and Ed Lover, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were great in Who's the Man? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> awesome movie. I, I just want to give you credit for knowing that Werner loves Broadway plays. No problem. That's all. Twenty-five I mean, years old. That's. I'm well, gonna be bringing it up on air tomorrow when he signs. Well, it. there's no way he doesn't sign with the Jets or Giants. Guys, got to get to Broadway. <laughs> Who would you rather have, Holmes or Cromartie, for next year for one year? Let's say they're. Let's say Holmes is a little cheaper because he he should be. Cromes because or Cromartie because <laughs> cheater. <laughs> Cromartie because Holmes is a crazy person. <laughs> I can't argue with any of that logic. Wow. Why? Nothing. Well, you can say no, what you want. This is a safe zone, Ian. You're in a trust tree here. <laughs> Nothing you say down. here could be repeated elsewhere. No one listens. Then I would say for, for both players, <laughs> he, I would say he is not crazy. And I'll tell you why. Well, no. I'm not going to I'm not gonna go that far. Holmes is his own. He's his own kind of guy. Uh, but, I, you know, if he's healthy, I think he'll Holmes. Be Holmes is Holmes. That goes back to the, a great Adam Carolla theory. Whenever you hear someone say, like, Jeff, and you know, oh, That's Jeff's just, a nice guy. But if they go, Jeff, oh, Jeff's Jeff, yeah. then that means that they're basically an able. Well, yeah. Name me another player who got <laughs> kicked out of his own offensive huddle. <laughs> oh man, that's that's the only time in NFL history that's ever happened. All right, I have some uh, little quick hitters here, so we'll just go through other news and then we'll get into some speculation. Uh, Everson Griffin and the Vikings have struck a five-year deal. Wes, your thoughts? Everson Griffin, forty-two and a half million, twenty million guaranteed. Career seventeen and a half sacks, which is four and a half more than Jared Allen's best season, or four and a half less than Jared Allen's best season. Kind of incongruousness there, I guess. But Griffin, seen as a versatile guy, very athletic, uh, was one of the better backup situational pass rushers in the NFL the last couple of years. I think that's the contract that showed people are going to get paid this year. Yeah, Don't you think that absolutely. one? Absolutely. Well, Grimes, Grimes was the one for me, but that's. Sam Shields. That that's a contract though. Other agents and teams are seeing, and agents are clapping and cheering yeah. and all sorts of stuff. You oh, yeah. might remember from a few weeks back, Richard Mendenhall wrote that open letter for some publication. It seemed to be hinting at retirement or at least swimming in the middle of an ocean. It was something going on, but now it's official. He is retiring. He wrote another um, piece today or a piece this weekend in the Huffington Post. That he is done. Uh, I'll just one quote from: "I've always been a professional, but I am not an entertainer." Entertainer, he's out. He's leaving the NFL. Twenty-six years old. Blames fantasy football in part, right? Yeah, that was part of it. It was a he very also blamed long dancing winded. with the starters. He wasn't that guy. <laughs> he, and he, he brought he, up he, dancing with the starters. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. it's a very oh, yeah, yeah. long-winded. I, he took a shot at Ocho Cinco too. I think uh, he's young though, and. Uh, it was an interesting column. Chris and I were talking about it yesterday, and we were just saying how glad we were that no one was listening to what we were saying when we were 25 or 26. Right. Oh, God. Because we would have sounded like an idiot. I listened to what Dan was saying when he was 22, <laughs> 23. It was horrible. <laughs> I, I will not deny any of that. 
Jason Babin voids his deal with the Jaguars. He had two years, about $6 million a year. Um, they weren't going to pay him that, so I guess he beat him to the punch, voided his deal. He becomes a free agent. I'm putting this down for one sec, guys. Okay. Now, this is what happens. He takes it off. He is the NFL media insider. The phone is, is in his hand. He's scrolling. This means something's going on, fellas. It's in real time. Someone has been traded. Something's happening. His hair is still in place <laughs> because it has never been touched. All right, let's keep going. All right. I mean, this isn't more fascinating to watch. It's, I guess the listeners don't get to soak it in. But he's at work. So, Babin, what is his value at this point? Greg and I were trying to decide if he was even in the top twenty or top 15 defensive ends available. He's just borderline there. He's 34 years old, <laughs> seven and a half sacks. Uh, he's like a borderline starter, I guess. Yeah, he didn't crack our top 101, so that, that should say it all. Um, Arthur Jones, Wes, is drawing, wow. quote, oh, very yeah. real interest from Colts, according to NFL media insider Ian Rappaport. Hey, we were playing um, – what was that? Michael Bush released. Michael Bush has been released. This is all happening in real time right now. Uh, this is not going to seem fresh when you listen to it, but as as life was happening right, in the studio. I'm back. Ian's back. <laughs> Ian's back. Hey, uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, gold standard behind the glass. Um, can you play something from Friday's show from Go Get My Lunch? I can indeed. Arthur Jones, Ravens defensive end, older <laughs> brother of Patriots sack masters Chandler Jones, and MMA fighter John Bones Jones. <laughs> so much info. Jim Harbaugh, or John Harbaugh said the other day, if you put the game tape on, you know teams are going to bid high on this guy. I'm taking the Colts. You guys get the rest of the field. I, I mocked Wes on ah. Twitter. Uh, yesterday when, or Sunday when there was some speculation that other teams were interested in not the Colts, and now it looks like I'm going to owe you a sandwich. So Well, we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, there's still a lot of teams interested per But you were feeling pretty good about Ian yourself Rapper. downstairs. I am feeling good about this. Well, I don't, that I don't was a bold <laughs> bet. That was a bo- so if you missed Friday's show, Ian, I know you're a, a religious listener. He's missed every show. But well, if, what a joke. I, I almost clicked on it one time. <laughs> but if if anyone listening didn't listen to Friday's show, we started a new game called Go Get My Lunch. And uh, we we put something on the table, a statement. And uh, if you want to challenge that the person on that statement, they have to go get you a lunch. And so that was a really bold one. So Wes would be down three lunches if he was wrong. What is your confidence level that we're going to be getting Chris a fancy sandwich. I think he's getting a sandwich. Yes, Ooh, three of them. <laughs> this was yeah. and, and this That's is big. one that I'm you know he, he was getting a lot of interest. And then I heard this today, and you're kind of like, you know what? That actually makes more sense than anything. I mean, Pagano loves him. Uh, he's a tough dude, and he just fits what they like. He'd be great in that locker room. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I mean, I think for a guy who likes sandwiches. Um, <laughs> I think he could be eating one. Yeah. Um, That's okay. you I'm talking about, Wes. Uh, there's oh, not a sandwich yeah. I've met you that lo- I haven't you liked. You love sandwiches. You take pictures of oh, any so time many you pictures. eat. That's true. A lot of food pictures. You I'll are, tell you what. You're proud about the – because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like when people put food on their Instagram or, <laughs> or Facebook. Ian's a guy that's like, I don't care. I'm putting care. it up there anyway. Well, uh, what I, I found – there's that. a lot of dumb things that I tweet. Um yeah, there's just a lot of dumb things that I tweet. <laughs> um, but food gets a really good response. It could, ma- mainly because I feel like I have, a good, lot of heat. I have good quality control. You know? Like, there's not crap on there. It's just like, this is a really tasty-looking whatever. Well, I have less problem with seeing your food pictures <laughs> than I would have being next to you at the moment you're taking the food pictures. Because my wife does that as well. She takes food pictures. 
And it really annoyed me for a while. I've gotten used to it. But you're at a nice restaurant. You're having a time. And you and you take out the photo. I don't know. No, Something seems wrong about that. There's only one thing that's bad, and it's the flash. And that's the real embarrassing thing. Okay. Like we're sitting yeah. at a table, and all of a sudden the flash goes. Everyone's like, oh, that guy's taking a picture it's of It's like sewage. a built-in punishment. Yeah. But doesn't, you know, the banktress, your wife, she's famous on Twitter. Yes. She doesn't get enough time. Right, with the NFL media insider. And here you are at dinner. You're not even paying attention. You're just snapping photos. Well, we, <laughs> she, she is also a food Instagrammer. Ooh, okay. uh, but I, I, have, I have since tried from the hours of like 7 to 10 or whenever she passes out. I have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have since tried to put the phone down. Uh, whether I, No food pictures, no, no nothing. Just from that sort of safe zone as hands as might turn. See, we get, yeah. we get into it. Yeah. On, on the podcast. We get deep into the personal, the family. I'm just curious. <laughs> NFL Now, our digital network, is launching uh, this summer. How long until Ian and the Banktress and Max all have a reality show oh. on the digital network? What makes you think we don't have one already? <laughs> <It's>, you're probably <laughs> locked in. I could totally see it. Why, all right. why settle for Network Now? Let's put this on the big boy. We'll so what are you saying about channel. Network Now? You don't think it's big time? Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> There's a shadowy league figure sneaking into the room right now, knocking at the door. Um, all right, fellas. Anything else we need to? Oh, Michael Bush. What happened? Just got released. Okay, that's about all I know. Thoughts about that? I guess that wasn't that wasn't a great signing either. Ultimately, in well, terms of bang no, for your buck, yeah, right? that's fine. For a couple of years, Forte, Fort, Forte's been as good as they thought. So maybe right. it's kind of like Bush was good. He's a running back. You know that signing always seemed weird to me because you would have thought he would get his own starting job, and he settled yeah. for that Bears That's offer like right meant. off it the bat. Weird. It's just hard to get paid as a running back. I mean, yeah, you know, we're going to see. Unfortunately, we're going to see this year when it's. I don't. know. We'll find out, but when it's Thursday or Friday, no Sean Moreno still trying to figure out where he's going. You've heard the running back market, which isn't a shock. Not good. It's going to be very quiet. Quiet. Is what you expect. Well, I, Even I mean, guys like LeGarrette Blunt, who's coming off a strong end of the year, you don't think he'll get much. No, I mean, you know, I could see it being in the a good a good deal being in the Sean Green three to three for ten range, which would be fine. I mean, if LeGarrette Blunt got that, that would be good. I mean, how much better is Ben Tate than Michael Bush right now? And he's we've agreed he's maybe the best running back on the market. Five years younger, probably. I'm not a big Michael Bush guy at this point. He's not going to... I don't think he's going to crack our top 101. They, talk about hmm. doing something live. Let's make this decision live. Toby Gerhardt's the last running back on the list. Uh, the, the last one before that is... This is scientist talking. Yeah. You could work yeah. on your, your phone I'll, while I'll, this happens. I'll sit this out. I sit this out as, yeah. as well. I would, I've been trying to get this move done for a while now. I would put him in and take out Kendrick Lewis. Oh, you and your Kendrick Ooh, Lewis uh-oh. stuff. He's just been killing Kendrick Lewis as a guy <laughs> who should not be on this list. All right. Actually, Ian, I'm glad you're here because you're someone that could answer too. such a ridiculous question. Who do you think gets more guaranteed money, Mike Mitchell or Kendrick Lewis? We have a sandwich on the line with Mike this Mitchell one before the such, game even happened. He's such a weird one because he really is fairly talented. He actually played pretty well this year. That's what I'm talking about. I'll probably go him. Ah. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't have to pay anything if I lose. Sorry, right. Dan. I know I've just completely ruined our game here. Dan, Dan no, has, not really. Dan has tuned out, and he's now writing things on a piece of paper. <laughs> I, I told like, you, right, whatever, when the scientists talk, I go, I stay out of the lab. <laughs> I'm going to draw. So Dan's got crayons. <laughs> he's like the kid at the restaurant where they get the crayons. And then there's also the game with the pins, you know, like. You know. That's it. <laughs> yeah. 
Home run, Ian. Um, okay, <laughs> so at the since you're here, by the way, do you want to play a game with us? No. You don't really have a choice. Okay. I mean, you're in here already. Uh, gold standard behind the glass. I think it's time, don't you? Let's do it. Live from Culver City, California, it's America's favorite game show. What's more likely? You know, you got your NFL Network TV shows and... You know, that's fancy production, but how about that? Yeah, I like how you had to kind of wake him up to, uh, <laughs> to start playing. It was like, Gold Center does great Gold job Standard, on the glass. And he's like, what? Huh? It's a complicated Scratch, operation. Scratches his eyes, yawns. Oh, I'm sorry. Push the button. All right, so this is how the game works. I'm going to put on my <laughs> wink tie. Is that what it is, Wes? Sure. Okay, I'm going to ask um, a question and ask what's more likely. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Self-explanatory. It's one of my favorite games of the couple games we play. What's more likely? All right, fellas. What's more likely? DeMarcus Ware is cut by the Cowboys or Steve Smith is cut by the Panthers? Well, I, I would say Steve Smith after today's news. You have to go Steve Smith. I still think DeMarcus Ware has he's expressed the willingness to be a good team guy and take less. I, I just I, – if it's haggling over a million or two, I can't see him saying, you know what, just cut me. Don't you think this whole DeMarcus Ware conversation about getting cut is just a lot of talk? Can you, can you really imagine Jerry Jones releasing DeMarcus Ware this year after all the over-emotional decisions they've made over the years where they keep guys who aren't very good way so, too long? Some teams – but not the Cowboys. Right. I, just, I mean, if if we're talking like the, you know, if it's the the Patriots or something, if it's the Ravens, I would do. Yeah, I think it's possible. But the Cowboys, I just, I don't see it. Don't so see this it. is a stare down. I think. so. Yeah, but I think both sides kind of know what's going on. So, <laughs> I mean, they're under the cap now, right? So it's not. Yeah. They're you know it was painted, and this speaks to your point, Greg, a couple weeks ago that sometimes the salary cap stuff gets. Um, you know, overvalued about these teams being in deep trouble. Everybody was saying the Cowboys were in a really bad spot. They restructure a couple deals, and all of a sudden they're under. So they're still in a bad spot. You think they'll right. be active? I think they'll look at defensive line. Like I think they could. I think Henry Melton would make a lot of sense for them. And I think they need a little money. Uh, they could be in the safety market. I think that could be Ooh. interesting too. They've struggled over the years trying to sign safeties. They've spent a lot of bad money on safety. Do you think the Redskins are going to be very active? The, the free yes. agency market is more yes. fun when the Cowboys and the Redskins are spending stupid money. I, th- I think the Redskins will be active. Um, I think they're players for, to help that defense for Jairus Bird, for Aqib Tlaib, um, Mike Mitchell. Well, what, was that, what was that first safety you mentioned again? Um, <laughs> his name is Jairus Bird. Jairus Byer. Oh, my God. Jairus Byer. Multiple pronunciations are all accepted. You just got to know that. Wow. Um, Yes, that guy. All right, let's move on. What's more likely? Eric Decker signs with the Colts or Hakeem Nix signs with the Panthers. And keep in mind, there were reports on Twitter that Steve Smith's jersey was pulled from the Panthers team shop today. I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying I saw it. You know, I would have gone with Decker to the Colts before the news on Steve Smith broke today. Now the Panthers seem desperate for a wide receiver, don't they? I'm going Hakeem Nix to the Panthers. Can I go both? We're just guessing, though. You have information. I would go both. Mm. But which one would you be more 
sure about. What's more likely? That's, oh, what's more like seeing yeah. him play in the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. You took Sessler's chair and you took over his mealy mouth, you know, <laughs> indecision in this um, game. I'll go, I'll go with, I'll go with, I'll go with Decker probably is more likely Ooh, to the Colts. I like this. Okay. See, when Wes and I are answering these questions, you know, I don't want to give any trade secrets away, but we're just pulling stuff out of our, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. But what Ian's doing, it's like it's based on some real information, so that's interesting. He is so, the NFL media insider. I was going to go with Decker even before Ian said that. And now? And now I'm definitely going to go. Oh, come on. I, lo- <laughs> I love that fit, too. Yeah, it's I like that. Fit. I like that. What's more likely? Chad Henney is a 16-game starter in 2014. <laughs> the or, other thing. Yeah, or Matt Castle is a 16-game uh, starter. Oh. Ooh. What kind of question <laughs> What's that? more likely, fellas? We kind of need to see what happens in the draft to see which one picks well, the first-round quarterback. You know. No, I don't think we have to wait for that. Let's go. Huh. Well, I'll start with Castle because he's slightly better as a player, and I think there's a better chance – somehow that the Vikings don't draft a really top-notch quarterback in the first round than the Texans. And no matter what Chad Henney does, he's going to get replaced. It doesn't matter who else is on the team. He'll eventually get replaced. So I'm going Castle. I agree with you for the Greg same. pumped up about this well, one. Well, I, we, I like Henney and Castle oh, are involved. you got to sell the, the sizzle a little bit <laughs> to keep the, the, the viewers listening. I agree for you, with you for the same reasons, and I can't watch Henney play quarterback 16 games again. I'm going with Henney. Uh, I I don't think it's a given that they draft a quarterback. I think they're still a year or more away, so I don't think they're going to reach for one if they don't love him. Whereas the Vikings are definitely closer to being a contender, and I think they may draft a quarterback in the first round. What's more likely? Is Antonio Holmes resigns with the Jets, or Usher becomes Speaker of the House? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a serious question. Usher. What house? Speaker See, you house. left it a little vague there. House of Representatives. Well, uh, maybe it's just in his house. I'm going Usher. He's replacing John Bonner. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Usher. I think he'd be really good. He seems to, the people are behind him. Yeah. Uh, he's well-spoken. Uh, he's rich. You know why? Why? Because it's 7 o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. What was that? I can't believe that. Isn't that an Usher song? I don't know. <laughs> I think it is. It sounds like an Usher. If you're going to go Usher, I think you've got to go all the way. But I Gold, love that. That was great. Gold Center, do you know, was that an Usher song? Uh, it was something I heard back in the Bar Mitzvah era, but <laughs> I'm not sure if that was Usher. This is, I think that falls in Ian DJ era. Well, um, he, was, he didn't come out until the late 90s. I guess he could have gotten the back end. I thought most people would go with something like, yeah. Remember that one? No. How's, that, how's that go? I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then the, who had the great guest verse at the end of that one? It was uh, all I know is Lucas. we've got to we've got to oh, we've yeah. got to keep that as a as a drop for future shows. <laughs> oh my Whenever, god! <laughs> I don't know. Wes makes his debut as a rapper. Wait, you, did, you don't know that song? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No, no. It sounds if there's no way you made that up out of nowhere. So it sounds great. Wait, are we are we allowed to jump in, Wink? I would love for you to jump in. Wink says it's okay. All right, Wink speaks. Dan is our person. Wink Martindale. He always hosts the game shows. That's kind of his. So it that, seems that's his thing. But I'm gonna a- I'm gonna ask quest- a question as well, or maybe a couple. All right. Well, you gotta see. 
Wink knows the production side of this. Here we go. What's more likely? What's more likely? Vontae Davis is the highest paid cornerback on the market or Alteron Werner is the highest paid cornerback on the market? I'm wow. going to let Ian answer this first. And if you think neither one of them is going to be the highest paid, then just tell me I'm an idiot. I mean, it would it would take a lot to eclipse Shields' deal, um, but they are free and he wasn't. You don't think – you think Shields might end up being the top cornerback I mean, after all this? Vontae – is a very, very good player, but he's been inconsistent. And so if you're someone who – if he doesn't sign with the Colts, then you're someone who's going to say, all right, we're, we're picking the good side. So maybe he breaks the bank. Uh, and Alter and Werner has been very good, but only but not for that long. I mean, he didn't even start out as the starter this year for them. So, could and, Tlaib get that money, that, that level of money? Could. If it's Redskins, could. What, what are the issues with Davis – that would be preventing him from a big contract. Not talent, but it would be inconsistency, some immaturity. Um, but, you know, he could get it. It only takes one. I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, it's a, it's an odd it's an odd cornerback group. There's no, like, Darrell Rivas out there, for instance. I think Werner's been the better player between the two, but Davis is seen in the NFL as more talented. I think that the word immaturity means Ian's got some real dirt, but he won't spill it to us. No. But maybe the next time around. All. He's got to keep yeah. some of it on the inside. I'm going to make my guess. <laughs> all right. Werner gets a higher deal. I think somebody would. Well, why? Why do you say that? Because it seems like he has more teams interested in him. That and, seems like it to me, too. It feels but like that could just be better. that he has a loudmouth agent. Yeah. Do you Do you find, Ian, that. When you're seeing all these reports over the the weekend, especially all the stuff coming out, that the players that seem the most popular are sometimes just the ones that have agents that leak everything. That there are often really popular players that you don't hear that much about because they're not trying to play the whole media game. Yeah, and there's a and there's a couple, you know, there's a couple good agents who just say nothing until they absolutely have to, and they don't care about any of this. Um, but you know, I don't. I really don't think it matters either way. Um, it matters some in the in the world of public perception. Like, there's a lot of people who think a lot of teams are going after Alton Werner, but there also are a lot of teams going after him. So it's I don't I don't think it really matters. It's like, you know, Eugene Parker hasn't been all over the media talking about Jarius Bird and who's interested, um, but I think a lot of teams are interested. You know, it's just I think in the end it's interesting. We we get to find out about it. It's kind of fun. The weekend was wild and ridiculous. Everyone was interested in everyone, um, but I'm not sure it means a whole lot, I guess. Greg, do you have another one? Yeah, sure. What's more likely? Michael Johnson goes down as the highest paid player in this free agent class, or Jairus Bird goes down as the highest paid player? Mm. Michael Johnson. I'd say Michael Johnson, too. Really? Just because no one pays safeties like over $10 million a year. If Does, you were setting odds, is Johnson the favorite? Would he be the favorite of everyone? Eugene Monroe is another name I could throw no. in there. Brandon Albert? Brandon Albert. I, I would say, if I had to say right now, I'd say it's Michael Johnson or Brandon Albert. Mm. And it'll both be in the range of $9 million. You guys are sleeping on Jarius Bird. Jarius Bird. 
Jairus. Byers. Is his value going to be, is he going to, is he, everybody knows he's trying to be the highest paid safety. Is he going to scare teams off and somehow bring him back to the Bills, as was my prediction on Friday, shocking the world? Any way that happens, Ian. Yeah. I, think, like I can see it happen. Bills have left the door open. They, it's Negotiations have been fine. They just, the Bills set a price. They say this is what we think it is. He has wanted very badly to go out and seek what is my value on the open market, and the Bills have said fine. Uh, is he scaring teams away maybe with this price tag a little bit? No. There's a little bit of that going around. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's scaring anyone. I think it's just what do people think is his value, and he's a, he's a safety. He's very, very good, but he's a safety. Who and, you-, you know, it's, if he gets $9 million a year, there are a lot of people who go, wow. And I'm not sure he's going to get that. All right, last one. What's more likely? Ian Rappaport sleeps six consecutive hours at any point this week, or Peyton and Eli go on a countrywide bank robbing spree. What's more likely? <laughs> Can't imagine it's a big sleeping week for Rappaport. Wow. No, um, especially when the phone is under the pillow. Is that where it goes? Yeah. Just because wow. the, the vibration from text and you wake up. Because some of these people wake up at like six and they want they want to send news and say, "Ugh, what do you want?" Oh, okay, you know. Does your wife resent you for all the buzzing under the pillow, or do you sleep in a different bed at this point? <laughs> now this is a little personal, don't you think? It's getting there. That's what we do. We're well, in the trust you're tree. you're here in L.A. this week, so it doesn't really matter. Right. Right. <laughs> um, this week we'll be sleeping in different beds because I'm in L.A. and she's in Dallas. But that checks out. The phone is usually <laughs> – thank I appreciate the confirmation. Yeah. The phone is usually on the night table, and when it's buzzing, uh, she gets very annoyed, and sometimes I have to put it on the floor, or now I'll usually put it underneath the pillow. See, mm. this is how the sausage gets made. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Odd but, use of words there, I feel like. Yeah, it's just – I don't – Unfortunate. But, I mean, a, that was – Wink said that, not me. Or as they would say on Archer, phrasing – <laughs> um, all right, before we go, Ian Rappaport, what a lamb here for the whole show today, looking at his phone, holding his headset um, like a Live Aid singer, did a great job. Thank you for coming in, and that's real applause, and come in again, it's, won't it's, you? It's not real applause. No, That was not. taped. How long yeah. are you in L.A. this week? Uh, leaving Thursday morning, if I, if I make it that far. We should all break bread together at some point. No, I'm really busy, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Got a lot of better plans. Um, better plans. That, that is, that's Ian Rappaport in a nutshell. He's, you know, I like to call you like you're like a butthead with a heart of gold. <laughs> that's not yeah. a compliment, right? <laughs> right. No, it's it doesn't like, sound like a compliment. It's like when you hear people talk about you know, really famous people that have made it like Ian. They're, they're always like, oh, yeah, he's a regular guy. Like He's a man of the people. Those are the types of things you never hear well, anyone I say actually, about Ian. It's funny you say that. There's some people saying that, right? <laughs> I, I can honestly say, having known you before you became NFL Media Insider, you were always this guy. So this is not an act. Like you, I don't know what that means. You haven't changed. I'm <laughs> I definitely have you. not changed. No, you were the same guy you were when you were driving the green Mustang at the Joe Red Luis. Mustang. Oh, it was red. I miss my red Mustang, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we thank you for coming uh, on. Wes, before we go, what's going on with the map? We the have map has arrived. It's in the studio. I'm waiting for the tax to arrive. And I have to all these places that <laughs> I'm waiting for the tax to arrive. Like it's some sort of Amazon third. Prime has let you down. He's like, I, I know a guy who knows a guy who can get me some of these tax you guys are talking about. 
Amazon Amazon past your prime has let me down. Yes. Oh. Wes, of course, is buying a map so all the listeners around the world, yes, the world, Ian Rappaport, right. can, uh, we could put tax in wherever they're listening. So the project, we're getting toward the home stretch. The great, the greater part of the project is that all these tweets that I've favorited, I have to transfer to a spreadsheet or oh something and then pin, pin the actual map. Are you regretting this yet? No, not at oh, all. Okay, this sounds good. like a fun deal. And I just want to give a shout out to Scar, the Raiders fan. He he sent me a shirt. Um, I wrote about him on the end around, and he sent me a shirt with some writing on the back and my name on the back of it, which is very nice of him. He's a good man. Scar, a very loyal Raiders, Raiders fan. Anything else, fellas? That's all I got. Great. So let's, go, let's go write some news. All right. So that's it for today's podcast. We will be back on Wednesday to talk about the first day of, of uh, the free agency period. Thanks again to Ian, the gold standard behind the glass. Signing off, this is Dan Hansis for The Mailman, The Boss, until Wednesday. Jairus Byard. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.